Trevor Ben's shite-sized chunks. Well, it's been a uh, momentous and huge week here in the UK, hasn't it, Ben? What for? Well, for, yeah, for celebrating the Queen's 90th birthday. Oh, which birthday is this? A real one or the fake one? This is a real one. This is her, her proper birthday. So she gets two years, isn't she? She's got her her own biological birthday. So her real age is 45. What do you mean her real age is 45? Well, if she's having two birthdays a year and now she's 90, that yeah. must mean she's actually 45. Oh, I see. Yeah? That's, it's a ridiculous logic. She's aged badly. <laughs> we all know that that's <laughs> not true. I mean, actually, if she's having two a year wouldn't and she's lived 90 years, that would make her 180. I suppose so. Not 40. And in that case, she's aged very well. <laughs> Mom, I think you look wonderful for your age. Don't listen to Ben Harmer, the mm. traitor. <laughs> I can see you in the Tower of London, Ben. There's, I went to the Tower of London recently. There's lots of graffiti on the walls from people who've been kept in there for treason. Really? Over the years. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to know what you would carve into the wall <laughs> when you're finally there in the bloody tower. Yeah, I better kiss goodbye to that knighthood, eh? <laughs> it's gone, mate. It's gone. <laughs> anyway, uh, did you enjoy the Queen's celebrations? Couldn't give a shit. You couldn't give a shit? I mean, good luck to her, but I, I don't care either way. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, not really. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that I don't care about the Queen being 90. No. I, I, I like the Queen. I think she's she's been a, a fantastic servant. It's wonderful that she's 90. But the thing about royal events, and I went to the uh, the Diamond Jubilee celebrations in London, remember? Hmm. So I like all that. I like to go and be a part of history. But to be honest, it's... It's the people that go. Well, people like you. Well, I went a couple of times to things. I went for the Golden Jubilee and I went for the Diamond Jubilee. The two events in my life that I've gone to celebrate because they're historic moments and it's quite nice to be there. But I'm not there with big Union Jack hats on. No, well, these are the people that bother me. The people <laughs> um, that camp out for four days beforehand with their big sort of Union Jack overalls who, you know, oh, I've been here for four days. I've got a cake for the Queen. I'd love to give it to her. She'd love a cake. Oh, that cake would be going straight in the bin. <laughs> well, no, I think you'll find the servants <laughs> would be getting that cake. <laughs> she wouldn't touch it. So I used to work at a radio station where a woman used to send in lots of cakes and there'd only be certain people in the building that would eat it. And if they survive the afternoon, you might consider going to have a slice at the end of the day. But most of the time, no, I'll leave that. I think ricin's quite a slow-acting poison. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, they, they had all these nice events. She seemed to be enjoying herself. Uh, but it, it, it begs the question, you know, how does how do you reach 90? I mean, what an age that is to reach. I don't think I'm going to see 90. I'll probably be lucky enough to see 70, the well, rate I'm going. If you, want the, if you want to know how the Queen's done it, it's uh, never having to lift a finger, having someone to wipe your backside for you. How and- <laughs> <laughs> prepare all your meals and basically have to wave for a living well let's have a look at the facts here <laughs> she's got good genes we know that her mum lived to 101 mm-hmm. right and we know that uh, there is enough evidence to suggest that if your parents and grandparents make it into the 80s and 90s there's a chance that you will inherit those good genes and live that sort of length of life and if you never have to work a nerve <laughs> that helps as well <laughs> she's, she works hard man. look at her she's always out and about doing stuff I bet when you're 90 you won't be doing 300 odd public things every year the public things she does is like she's in a boat going down a river on a big what is it they call it a flotilla they yeah, call those, yeah. yeah so she sits there for that drifting down the Thames <laughs> well, she's still got to do she wouldn't get there then she sits in a car while they drift her down some roads alright when she's out and about there's just a lot of waving yes but what about when she's at the palace she's got to do a lot of writing there's a lot of speeches to be written there's a lot of stuff to be do one speech a year or two speeches a year oh she probably does a lot of speeches there's the Christmas speech and then the one to open parliament is that about right (laughs) yeah alright she doesn't write those (laughs) fair enough Uh, she doesn't have any bad habits that we know of she's not a smoker 
She doesn't. She's never touched a cigarette. Apparently, she's not a big drinker. Uh, one drink is generally all she'll have. Oh, I quite like to see her pissed. Frankly, <laughs> I think that's the one thing about when you get ninety, just drink what you like. Yeah, I'd like to see her out on her ninetieth birthday, running up and down the street singing, "He's another brown, he's another brown." Fuck you, Republicans. <laughs> that's what I'd like to see her do. I would like that as well. Sensible eating, of course. She's always eating very sensibly, despite the fact that she spent most of her time at banquets. Yeah, but it's not her choice, is it? She's probably got, like, <laughs> dietitians, nutritions, knowing exactly what's well, being put in front of her at all times. She's got a personal chef, we know that, mm. and, and he says that she's very conscious about what she eats. She makes all the decisions, she keeps it all very healthy. Mm. So, you know... I'm very sceptical. It sounds... It's unbelievable. Uh, finally, marriage. That's supposed to be good for longevity. You're a married man, Ben. <laughs> I mean, you would rather live to 90 in the uh, matrimonial bliss that you have created for yourself, wouldn't you? Of course, you? yeah. We know that she's been married for 68 years. Good God. That's incredible, isn't it? <sighs> That's commitment. Just think ahead, Ben. 68 years from now, mm. and you're still with your wife... Still in the loving relationship that we see the Queen and Philip. And I see you very much as a Prince Philip character, <laughs> full of cynicism and hate. <laughs> so I think you could do it. Uh, so anyway, I would like to say happy birthday, Mum. Mm. Belated happy birthday. And uh, carry on. Please carry on. <laughs> I'd like to see her still be Queen in 10 years' time at 100. You're turning into Giles Brandreth. Well, I'm just. <laughs> I've reached an age where I've got to play my cards right. <laughs> you know, this is a pivotal moment in my life now. I'm, I'm approaching the big 4-0, and uh, I see the next stage of my life uh, very much as an establishment figure. Mm. I'm like Chris Evans. You know, when Chris Evans was younger, and he was sort of, yeah, he played the fool, didn't he? He was out and about, he was boozing, he was playing. And now he's a proper establishment sort of figure, isn't he? Yeah, he's out yeah. doing donuts in front of the Cenotaph, by, by <laughs> well, all accounts. No, no, that's not him, remember? That was uh, Matt LeBlanc. Okay. Uh, a yank. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they don't understand royalty over there. Let's not, oh man, let's not talk about him. Now, Chris Evans is very much a, an establishment figure now. Mm. You know, and I think that's where I am in my life now. I'm looking to, to calm it down a little bit because, as you know, I've been a raucous rock and roller. <laughs> <laughs> I've lived a life of debauchery and sin. That does put it in perspective when you think you've lived a long time and the Queen's got 50 years on you. I know. I mean, the thing is, I think as you get older, right, as I just say, I'm not too far off 40. And I think that that's a, a legitimate time of life to reflect. And, uh, and look at where you're going in life. And also, realise that you're getting older. All those things that you used to do. And what, what pisses people off, I think, is complaining about reaching a certain age by younger people. Yeah. So, you know, when I hear someone in their 20s complaining about the terrible things of being in their early 20s, oh, I'm 21, I just say, go, fuck off. <laughs> fuck off. But I was probably the same. And now that I'm heading towards 40, I'm complaining about that. And yet there'll be people in their 60s go, fuck off. <laughs> you know what it's like to be older. It's, 40 is nothing. There's always somebody worse off than you. So you're 10 years younger than me. Yeah. The big three O's on the horizon for you. Not far away. So, I mean, for you, what, what's the things that strike you about getting to the this age now well i think i've gone gray unfairly young yes it's we know that it's not a complete eclipse yet but it's it's <laughs> it's creeping in yeah uh, i tell you what bothered me recently was when i found out um justin bieber was born in 1994 mm. that upset me profusely <laughs> that, that i hate things like that I, i've i've recently as you know worked in a school for several years and i used to have to set up email accounts and stuff for all the new teachers and all the new staff and you had to get their date of birth and when they start saying 1990 1991 
It's not. It's ridiculous. It really is. I mean, when I think about me, and again, there'll be older people going, fuck off, Trev, but I've now lived officially in five decades the 70s the 80s the 90s the noughties and whatever we call the decade we're in now that's a horrible thought (laughs) all those fashions all all those things that you used to think were cool i mean for me getting older has been things like um i mean just things like it's there's the simple things like and this is genuinely true the noises you make change if you get older i mean you do genuinely make noises as you bend over to do things yeah have you started doing that occasionally or when you're lifting something particularly heavy and the occasional fart slips out as well (laughs) well (laughs) you're slowly losing control of that area now as well well, luckily i'm still very strong there (laughs) (laughs) i i I haven't quite got to that stage yet but i'm quite looking forward to getting to that age where you can it doesn't matter you you can fart with impunity yeah your life's over yeah you know i mean i'm quite looking forward to those things where you can say what you want fart when you like (laughs) you know because when she i think when she reach i mean i i wonder if the queen does that when she's at home on her own you know, she can't, obviously can't do it when she's out and about. But do you think now she's 90, she's at home, and she's just, oh, yeah, Philip's probably a bit hard of hearing now. She'll just be, they'll be sitting there watching telly. She's like, oh, I'll squeeze one out. I, love, I like to think that she would um, not only do that, but hopefully cock her leg to the side and lean over. <laughs> yeah. Like I'd, a I'd, builder. I'd, I'd, like, <laughs> I'd like to think that if it's a really potent one, she'd be wafting it towards Philip. <laughs> <laughs> just go, get a whiff of that, Phil. Yeah, Liz, that's fucking horrendous. This podcast has been a fitting tribute to her majesty hasn't it <laughs> well i think we, we've shown the reverence she deserves <laughs> um the other thing like i've i've noticed about getting to this age is uh and i mentioned this on our live show on sunday about just not getting certain television programs not understanding what's going on because i've completely lost touch with youth culture so i don't understand certain things of it anymore and that's a horrible thing because you suddenly realize you're stuck in a bit of a time warp and i'm not sure when you get out of that (laughs) Uh, and i I was thinking about that i was with my parents the other day and um i tried to persuade them that family guy was worth watching i love family guy and uh and all i got was oh my mum i think would give it a go but my dad no don't like it don't like it i said why dad he said no just don't like it what is there not to like about it? Is it just you don't get it and therefore you're quite happy to sit and watch Porridge for eternity, which is fantastic, but it's very old. It yeah. was around when you were younger. I always worry about the day I will reach when you know, I'll be going through the kitchen and someone will be having on the Antiques Roadshow. Yes. Or Crap in the Attic or whatever it's called. <laughs> and they're valuing it. Because at the moment, I'm still at the age where I still walk past without the smallest interest. Really? But I'm worried that one day I'll think... I wonder how much that teapot is worth. I've, I've got there. No. Yeah, I've got there. If I turn one of those programmes on, I cannot turn it off until I've seen how much that particular item is worth. And you have to turn it off quickly after that item, because if you get onto the next item, you find yourself watching the whole fucking programme. I swear no one has ever made more profit on Bargain Hunt than about £7.50. Because <laughs> at the end of it, I just think, right, well, is Tim Wanacott, does he do Bargain Hunt? Is it him? Well, he did, but he's, you know, not anymore. Oh, right. Well, whoever it was, he used to, <laughs> at the end of the, the whole programme, used to announce, oh, and the blue team have made a profit of £7.50. That's right. Which, yeah. of course, they have to split between them. And I think, well, you've been doing this for about four hours running around <laughs> trying to sell this shit. <laughs> what a waste of life. The other thing at the end of that show, and again, I, I don't know whether they'll continue this particular uh, tradition now that Tim Wanacott, or whatever his name is, isn't doing it anymore. Uh, he used to, they always used to link arms and he'd say, see you next time for more bargain hunt. And then they'd all kick a leg up. But I mean, most of them are of an age where kicking a leg up 
is not easy. One false move and that's a hip-hop. Uh, exactly. <laughs> and, I mean, that's you, you've only got seven quid in your pocket. It's not going to pay for the hip-hop. The other sort of shows, I wonder whether there's an age you get to where you start to think, Downton Abbey. I, I, I need to watch that. Thankfully, that's had zero appeal to me. I'm not at a point yet where I will find uh, period dramas interesting. Hmm. You know, I will watch stuff that's from the last, say, 115 years. Basically, from about 1900. Hmm. Anything set beyond that, I'm not interested. With the exception of obvious things like Blackadder and things like that. Yes, I mean, yeah, yeah that, that's all right. But, I mean, the, the dramas. Hmm. You know, if anyone said to me, oh, Trev, Pride and Prejudice is on. I, uh, do you know what? I'd rather hot pokers in my eyes at the moment (laughs) but there must come a point where i think oh yes let's give it a go i tell you what what i did think the other day and this this is a big thing i suddenly thought do you know i might read hamlet oh (laughs) no i I suddenly i've never read hamlet i've never seen hamlet all i know is to be or not to be surely i should at some point read it or at least go and see it I mean, I'm not. I don't really like Shakespeare, but maybe I should reach an age where I want to investigate that sort of thing and find out if I genuinely like it. I think I've just been too thick to understand it. And I've got two editions of the complete works of William Shakespeare that have been bought for me over the years. Wow. And they've just sat in boxes. Maybe it's time I picked one up and gave Hamlet a a go. I'm still a few good years off that, I think. Yeah, it'll come to you. It'll come to you. (laughs) And the other thing is watching documentaries. I mean, when I was a kid, my dad would always put a documentary on. And as a kid, you know, oh, God, this is boring. Apart from Attenborough, I always quite liked Attenborough stuff. I was going to say, I, even I quite liked the Blue Planet and things like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even when I was a kid, Attenborough was, he was top of the tree, wasn't he? Hmm. Sometimes, literally. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but other stuff, you know, my, my dad had put stuff on like, uh, uh, I mean, even when I was a bit older, do you remember Scrap Heap Challenge? Is that where they tried to just make cars or yeah they'd have to make something from all the and whereas now with that sort I go oh yes and I have no interest in mechanics or engineering but there's something about it now I go oh that's interesting I'm I'm sort of finding I like to see how things work even though I don't have an interest in it Mm. I think that is one of the things that has proved to show my ageing I mean you like Mythbusters oh yeah great now you're a legitimate age I think I think Mythbusters is aimed at a it's a broad church, I think, Mythbusters. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, that will lead you, I promise you, to the next thing. It'll be how it's made. How do we do that? It's a slippery slope to Robot Wars, though, isn't it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> or it's when you start watching everything about Hitler. <laughs> you know, Hitler's monster vehicles, Hitler's bunker, Hitler's army, all that sort of stuff. I do have a DVD about... Um Al Murray presenting some stuff about Hitler. You're halfway there, aren't you? <laughs> I'm making the turn. <laughs> and finally, I think the thing about getting older is the extra pains and aches that you get. Now, again, we are relatively young, hmm. but I find even at my age, there's suddenly something new hurting or a new pain you've never experienced before. And that worries me. I can't quite shake off hangovers as quickly as I used to be. Well, I, won't, I just won't drink an amount now that will give me a killer hangover. Oh, I still do. Do you? <laughs> I just accept the hangover. And that's it for Shy Side Shokes this week. Don't forget to get in touch with us anytime on Twitter. At Trevor Ben. And join us for live show every Sunday morning, 9 to 11 on CroydonRadio.com. Trevor Ben Shite Size Chunks. <laughs> <laughs>